Today's sponsor is Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchased by visiting casper.com slash recode and using the promo code recode. Terms and conditions apply. Today is also sponsored by SoFi. SoFi is transforming the world of banking. They recognized how unhappy people were with their banks and decided there had to be a better way. So they created one. Find out more at SoFi.com, S-O-F-I.com. Terms and conditions apply. Recode Radio presents Recode Decode, hosted by Kara Swisher, powered by digital media. I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. You may know me as the next governor of California, but in my spare time, (laughs) stop laughing, Gavin Newsom, I I talk tech and you're listening to Recode Decode, a podcast about tech and media's key players, big ideas, and how they're changing the world we live in. You can subscribe to Recode Decode at iTunes.com slash Recode Decode. And while you're there, leave us a review. Today in the red chair, we have one of my favorite San Franciscans. Not <laughs> he couldn't be here today. He couldn't but be here today. So Gavin Newsom, the person laughing in the background, yes. the lieutenant governor of California and former mayor of San Francisco. He also formed the committee to run for governor of California in 2018. He will against be my, you apparently against my rival. Opponent. Unbelievable! Can't so we easily. can't we run as a team and get along? Really? No, I don't, I don't think you're, so. You're smarter no. than that. No, right. I'm much you're, smarter. Plus, I'd have to be lieutenant governor again. Yes, exactly. What That's do you do? What do you me. do? I always you ask. Go, you what that. does a lieutenant? What does? Do? Let's start Besides with Besides, read the obituary. One time we went out to lunch, the name and, and then there was a car appearing near you with like security. I'm like, what's yeah, that why for? Why people? Yeah, and no one even cares. You actually went. I'm lieutenant governor. I'm like, oh, I forgot. What What do you do as lieutenant governor? No, I'm in the UC Regents, CSU Board of Trustees. So higher education. It's like an hour. Go ahead. That's, yeah. No, there's yeah, subcommittees. Okay. All right, okay. We have, you know, then All there's right. special sessions. What else? And then we chair of state lands. So if you care about onshore oil drilling, offshore oil drilling, three miles off the coast, mm-hmm. all jurisdiction lands, okay. up to now, mineral rights, all, all right. that. All right, all uh, right. Chair of the Economic Development Commission. All right, there important. you go. Okay. See? okay. All right, that's Not really, important. actually. Right. Because we don't even have a quorum, but that's okay. another conversation. All right, okay. Um, and then I serve on all these other boards, ex officio, on the Coastal Commission every okay. other year, Ocean Protection Council. So you're like I'm the president vice president. of the Senate. You're like the vice president. Work with States, the governor to introduce some things and protocol. You know, go to a little the bit of everything. Do like, that kind of thing. Do that kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. All right, but you are. But and, and I'm the butt of my own jokes. Yes, exactly. In addition to all of but that. But soon that will not be the case, presumably. That's, that's the that's hope. That's the goal here. Right, but yes. let's go back just a little further. Uh, you know, it's um, you were mayor of San Francisco. Yes. We're going to talk about that first, and then we're going to talk about what where California is going, because I do want to talk about issues facing California, and especially around the tech sector and mm-hmm. things like that. You were mayor of San Francisco for how many years? Seven years. Seven two, years. Yeah, two terms. I left a year early what to year become was lieutenant that? governor. That was until? Uh, four to... Whenever ten. So the the 11. big the big yeah. growth in tech was really during your reign. We just right near the end, we started to see it when Zynga uh, opened their headquarters. Mm-hmm. Mark Benioff was trying to find any space he possibly could, right. and he was looking to do the major expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter was no longer quote unquote just a sound. People started to right. realize there was something real here. In right. fact, they started uh, to look elsewhere outside of San Francisco, and we entered into negotiations to create a tax break, right. which ultimately materialized after right. I left. So the embers of of the industry were certainly taking. Place. Sure. So how do you look at then and now? Well, let's talk a little bit about Well, it's interesting. I, I would go back even further. I was on the board of supervisors in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. So we experienced a lot of the dot-com boom bust and a lot of the gentrification mm-hmm. concerns. The city radically changed when Mayor Willie Brown was in office politically. Mm-hmm. And people forget that. I mean, the board of supervisors, which I was a member, I lost four colleagues because mm-hmm. uh, they were kicked out of office. Uh, Mayor Brown- well, voted out. It's voted out. Voted well, out. kicked. I mean, it was really, yeah. it was a referendum on mm-hmm. what, what was going on in the city and the mm-hmm 
stress and frustration people had that it was too much, too soon, too fast, and arts organizations were being moved out and rents were going up. Mm -hmm. A lot of the issues that we're addressing today, but again, the politics changed. Willie Brown had a difficult re-election against a write-in candidate. Uh, the Planning Commission changed. The Board of Appeals changed. A lot of things fundamentally changed. But at the end of the day, the city ultimately uh, recovered after mm -hmm. the bust, uh, settled in. But now we're seeing contours of something that's more sustainable. Uh, we're not seeing the political change as much mm -hmm. as we're seeing the nature of San Francisco begin to substantially so change because of So what is that San Francisco? There's still this fight over what San Francisco is. There's so It's a continuing, well, ongoing debate ever yeah. since tech I mean, well, like At the end of the day, San Francisco, I mean, you know, we, we lost member of the Jefferson Airplane last mm -hmm. week who famously said San Francisco's 49 square mile city surrounded by reality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's a wonderful way to describe a city. You know, it's always been on the leading and cutting edge, a city of dreamers and doers, of entrepreneurs, of innovators. So we've always had that spirit. And you got to think back to the, the history of the city. It was a small fishing village, 20,000 people tell the discovery of gold and hundreds of thousands of people came from all over the world for riches and new beginnings. So that's part of the DNA. That's part of our mm -hmm. proud past. It's got an international flair, but it's a city that really at the end of the Today prides itself on being constantly in the future business, being on the edge, mm -hmm. um, and its values are important to it. So when the values are attacked by success, when success becomes the biggest stress, mm -hmm. uh, then people are anxious because they feel you're losing that diversity, socioeconomic diversity, not just ethnic uh, diversity. And that's a legitimate concern. I'm a fifth generation San Franciscan. I'm seeing that. And I participated in it as a business person. I've got 21 small businesses, mm -hmm. uh, seven or eight in San Francisco. And so I understand it from the commercial side of things, the retail side of things, uh, but also as a lifelong resident, you know, a lot of businesses that have been around through earthquakes and booms and busts. 100 plus years can't survive success right now because you, of the markets. How do you assess the tenure of Ed Lee? Many people feel he's in the pockets well, of the tech sector. Yeah, it's impossible they... for me to be objective here. I completely will just so whatever I say, know that this was my city administrator who mm -hmm. I helped orchestrate getting in during mm -hmm. my one year absence when mm -hmm. that extended year in my term uh, before I left lieutenant governor. He as chief of staff was my chief of staff and the administration's pretty much the same. So I'm a friend and I'm a fan. And he's, I think, doing the best he can under very difficult times. Uh, the problem is, look, success at this scale, the macroeconomic success, is so much bigger than the toolkit that a mayor has. There's only so much you can possibly do. Think about this. If our response to social strife and our response to income inequality is to increase minimum wage, well, there's no city in the country that's done that degree we have. If it's to provide uh, more workplace safety as it relates to paid sick leave, no city has done what we've done. Universal preschool, universal after school. We're the only city in the United States with universal health care for all residents, including undocumented residents. Highest inclusionary housing set aside, meaning if you develop something in San Francisco, you'll have a, to pay a higher percentage of the construction costs for affordable housing than any big city in the country. Maybe save one or two. We have rent control. All these things are things you would traditionally do to address the concerns of the stress of the macroeconomic right, success. And yet. and yet it's still not good enough, right. which begs the question, what can a city do? You can't do everything. And that's why I think the biggest thing that's missing in the debate around, quote unquote, San Francisco, is you've got to begin to regionalize these solutions as it relates to housing, as it relates to the broader issues of improving a regional sense of vibrancy and addressing the... So it's needs. not just San Francisco. It can't be. Well, it's, it's too, it, it, can it be? Because it is 49 square. It's like a very contained area that yeah. everybody wants to be in, including and, and people these don't want companies. it to change either. 
right. So we right. say we'll build more housing, and, and we can. And by the way, when I left, we had rezoned Treasure Island. We rezoned uh, Bayview Hunters Point for 3,000 units and Transbay Terminal, which is everybody goes downtown frustrated by the traffic. Mm-hmm. It's a big reason why for all the housing around that. Uh, so we did some big things. But at the end of the day, if you want to get serious about housing in San Francisco, then it's a density question. And the question right. is, okay, can where? Can we build up? And who wants to build on the waterfront? No one. Well, that's my view. That's what makes San Francisco special. You're going to build all around Golden Gate Park to make it like Central Park. Everyone down there says, no way. Not in the panhandle, not near my backyard. So there's certain NIMBYs limitations. NIMBYs or NIMBYs. Or there's yeah, all right. NIMBYs, whatever you want to call them. And, but I understand it. And, and then San Franciscans that love their diverse neighborhoods and like the cultural competency of each neighborhood and don't want to see every commercial district have 25-story buildings. So that then by definition requires a more regional consideration as it relates Meaning to Meaning put everyone in housing. Oakland? Is that- no, but we are, look, we're the center. The population of the city doubles every single day because we have, relatively speaking, big frustration to residents, but nonetheless one of the best public transit systems in the state. Go down to L.A., there is no public transit to speak of comparatively. And so we have this remarkable feeder system uh, with BART and obviously Caltrans and Samtrans, all these others that come into the downtown core that aid and abet the city as it relates to its day daytime growth. But people, unfortunately, sleep at night elsewhere. And so how do we address that in a a much more strategic sense by aligning incentives so there's more regionalism that goes to cultural attractions, not just housing issues, goes to more transportation connections, uh, et cetera? Again, and yet, the take on the the administration is that it's in the pocket of Ron Conway or of of other leaders, and that tech leaders have not acted well. Now, Mark Benioff talks about this quite a bit. Yeah, Mark calls folks out, and Mark is... Extraordinary. Do you think example. tech companies have done enough, and what no, could they do? No, they can do a lot more. Such as? Well, just, I mean, be participatory in real time, mm-hmm. uh, not wait till this moment to, quote unquote, give back, to mm-hmm. recognize that their success is impacting and creating some stress in mm-hmm. the city. And uh, I think be more engaged in trying to find ways to be more civically so what? What would or you, contributory. give me an example? Well, if I you think were mayor, what would you say? Hey, uh, Google, hey, Twitter. Well, we did. I mean, and, and Mark and I got to know each other, literally mm-hmm. when I was mayor around homeless issues. And, mm-hmm. you know, he introduced me to this thing called the cloud, which I thought was in the sky. And all <laughs> of a sudden is. we connected. It's in the sky. It is yeah. still in the sky, it's right? It remains in the sky. It is still in the sky. Yeah. Well, maybe he was misleading me. Yes, he was. But he, we, so we created a connection, a database around homelessness, and he's now more involved than ever on those issues. Mm-hmm. Other tech leaders at the time were starting to contribute a little bit more, particularly on those issues. Uh, But look, at the end of the day, it's in the interest of those that want to succeed to recognize they can't succeed with a world that's failing. Meaning businesses can't thrive in a world that's failing. Mm -hmm. So you can't wall yourself off to this reality. So it's incumbent upon businesses to reconcile that world around in the context of being more contributory financially, being more contributory in terms of innovative uh, thinking around civically minded mm-hmm. uh, Meaning making changes things. Yeah, I mean, Is it true that the Google guys wanted you to build a ski lift? I don't recall yes, that conversation <laughs> except seven or eight different times. Different times. A ski lift <laughs> up the hills, right? There was a, they're, they're creative. Yeah, okay. I guess we're going to leave you that You never that. considered a ski lift up know, California Street. There were a lot of conversations. Yeah, okay. They're in Sergey are very okay. creative right. and okay. innovative. We do recall we wanted to Wi-Fi this damn city, and yes. then it got killed by politics. Yeah. One politician in particular killed yeah. it, yeah. which is a shame. That was back in 2004, Yes, I remember. It was going to happen, and then it didn't. It was a it done was deal. Saka it was no one can accept free. Right. So right. there must have been something in it for Google. Right. The, the well, way it's it the 
interest in India right now. Uh, there is like a what, what is free? Again, what is really free? What is free? It's good what, to question these companies, free? just FYI. I got it, but at the time they were, yeah. but I, they, they were, were legitimately benign. They were doing right. no harm. Right, right, at that moment. Yeah. In no, time. I'm just going to... just preparing just, the, the spaceships for the, from the Death Star. I, they were still I, working Again, on. they're very creative. Yeah, okay. So, and by the uh, way, we were proud. By the, it was, a, by the way, a big deal because we worked, I, I was beating up Larry and Sergey for years to try to get Google mm-hmm. to have an office in San Francisco. And it was interesting. Larry was very reticent at the time. Right. I'm talking out of school here, but that's what you want me to do. Yeah. And they finally agreed to open an office here right nearby mm-hmm. in Barcadero. And it was exactly what Larry feared. Everyone wanted to stay in right. San Francisco. Right. And all of a sudden, they're going to have an issue with where their workforce right. lies. Right. Same um, thing with the buses. What is your take on the buses? Well, I think it's preposterous. I really do. The buses are preposterous? No, or the, the, the debate. Because the, idea the vomiting that what, on the buses. Well, no, the idea that you would deny buses and then encourage cars. Yeah. And then claim to be sustainable in your value proposition. Mm-hmm. Look, I understand the frustration. They're that big buses. They're big buses, and you don't have air conditioning when you get on Muni. I, I mm-hmm. get all that. That's fair game. And the fact originally they weren't, quote unquote, paying their fair share uh, by sitting there and taking up a lot of parking spaces. But that's been reasonably addressed uh, over the course mm-hmm. of the last few years. Uh, but I think that's a profoundly unfair debate. Mm-hmm. And I've never fully understood it, except I intimately understand it having. Been, been, been the mayor of San Francisco. Years and, yeah, in elected yeah. office, and I understand there's something else that's um, underneath all of that. Do Let's finish up this part. So Airbnb is the other one that has the issues around there. Now, they won that uh, particular Yeah, it was, I got pulled into that. Yeah. You mentioned Which some ads. You, you were, yeah, the ads yeah. were stupid. They were. They know they were stupid. I uh, no. The, oh, those those yeah. billboard ads. Yes. they acknowledged. But yeah. yeah, there was a bunch of. Well, we we were involved in that campaign because. Well, because I support innovation. I support right. disruption. I mean, right. I, you know, I sat there. I chaired the taxi task force in San Francisco under Mayor mm-hmm. Willie Brown. I created the new taxi commission. I created this thing called the MTA to merge the taxi commission because it wasn't working because I wanted cabs to get fixed. And now no I more taxis. Four hundred cabs, and all of a sudden, Travis comes along with the damn app. Right. And does what I seven eight years mm-hmm. trying to disrupt that industry couldn't do it. This guy comes along and does it overnight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so my point is... You might so, have been more innovative, Gavin. You would have been a billionaire right now. Yeah, but then I would be miserable in therapy and then thinking yeah. everyone okay. takes something from me. Okay. I didn't necessarily I, You could become me. president. No, like well, I, Donald no, you Trump. can't buy your way. He doesn't oh, you really? You can't? No, you it seems can't. like you can't. Going to. No, All right. Pierce. Always for the moment, but not in hindsight. All right, until always, he's like wandering up the White happen. House steps. Don't You're all going to deny... I'm not even sure he's a real billionaire. All right. I think he's a... In any case, so you thought of this idea of Uber and then didn't do it. No, no, I never thought of it. I was mesmerized by the fact that disruption can occur so quickly. And mm-hmm. what, but at the end of the day, what that was about was choice, mm-hmm. customization. Uh, it was about competition. And mm-hmm. we didn't have it with taxi cabs. Now, I love right. that. So you have a world where it's paralysis contrasted by rebirth. It's Uber versus taxi cabs. Well, there are and some controversies around both Uber and Airbnb about the regulatory. Yeah. And then look at Zenefits. just gotten the CEO got bounced because uh, he was just trying to get rid of the regulatory we're in a hinge Structure. moment. We're going through whitewater's change. Regulations can't keep up. Education can't keep up with technology. The tech genie's out of the bottle. It's legitimate. And that was a lot of moment. things you just said. No, but the point is, it's something profound happening. We right. all know it, and it's it's happening much faster than any of us, I think, fully understand. We're not having to debate about it outside of the situational debate right. about the immediacy of the stress. But there's some long-term legitimate concerns about the future of work, the future of work rules, right. future of labor's role in that respect, mm-hmm. future of the middle class, and that needs to be reconciled. And for me. That it is a code red issue that needs to be addressed in a much more systemic way than it is today. So because you, it's not just about do San you think Francisco. That, 
think Uber employees should be contractors or I think or there has employees? to be. A, I would argue that eventually there'll be a different classification of employees. Huh. Because right now you have full-time employees and you have independent contractors. The challenge is with all these the participation platforms out there in the share economy is that we don't have portable benefits. Yeah. We don't have the retirement security that people are desperate for. But in an on-demand economy, it requires on-demand regulation, requires on-demand education, requires a completely different reframing of the debate. We're still trying to pave over the old cow path with old regulations to try to fit them into a world that no longer exists. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think you've got to, I think, reimagine, not just reform our thinking in the context of so addressing So the same thing with companies. Airbnb? They, again, um, a little bit of skirting of the rules for all of these companies. Well, not skirting right? the rules. I mean, they, they're in a new space, right? They're right. reimagining well, a space. Thing, so yeah. they're at another place. And then all of a sudden, we're catching up and trying mm-hmm. to really... And I get why the incumbents are frustrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they've been saddled with all these lousy rules. By the way, it's always ironic the incumbents are the ones complaining about those rules, mm-hmm. but then want the rules to apply to their competition because, well, sure. quote, unquote, it's unfair. Right. Uh, perhaps we should reimagine the rules for everybody mm-hmm. and be a little bit more flexible in rulemaking. Uh, That's flexible. the conversation. Do you participate about. in the sharing economy? Do you I use participate all the as a consumer, but not do you, as Which an ones investor. do you use? All of them? I, yeah, most of them. Do you know my line? San Francisco no. is assisted living for millennials. Assisted living for Because, like, everything. You can get everything. Think about it. I love that. Munchery, and then you get your yoga instructor, and then you get the cleaning. and the, It's, I mean, right? Like it's that. a free, the economy is Thank all you, about VCs. free agency. That's about to end. But first, Why is it going to end? Because the, all the money is going to run out. All the, Be, and they don't have money to advertise It's a advertise downturn here. coming, Gavin. If they Just, were advertising here, we such would Such as on this podcast, which we are going to do an ad for right now. Casper is the online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. And excellent mattresses, yeah, Gavin. They are. A Casper mattress is one of a kind. It's obsessively engineered at a shockingly fair price, which you were just saying. It has the right sink, the right bounce. Two technologies, latex foam and memory foam, come together for better nights and brighter days. And then there's the risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. These mattresses are made in America. It's $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-size mattress. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash recode using the promo code recode. That's casper.com slash R-E-C-O-D-E if you can't spell and use the promo code recode. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. By the way, you ever receive one of those mattresses? I have. Some of they're the in a box. Packaging. I know. They're in, in a, a box. box. You it's open it and then it goes platoon. Exactly. I know. It's fantastic. No, they're ahead. this is a I, serious... I mean, this, you... You've got a good partner there. I know that. I'm Thank you. Saying. Thank you, Gavin, for selling mattresses for, for me. You didn't I get did not get I'm going to buy that. you a free water, a bottle of water. Is it, um, so no. we're talking about San Francisco. Let's talk about the state of California. Now, you're running for governor. Yes. Have you announced? I right? announced quietly. We haven't we, done a formal kickoff. Do you have to do any of those anymore? Yeah, you just I don't do know. It on right? Twitter, you just tweet, right? Just tweet. Like, hi. It was a big deal. The picture of you, like, signing the form. I know it was. We do a vine. It's like now it's no why? No one wants to show up. Then I did it. You know, I did my inaugural in Second Life. I did a virtual inaugural. Oh, you did. That's, I thought I'm that sorry. was interesting That's at the time. Now, exactly. Don't I get do it. that again. No, I know. But I, I like But when you announce, like, so, yeah, but talk about campaigning. What is, like, why do you even have to have crowds anymore? Just do every, why don't well, you do now, a, you, Crowds, look at Bernie Sanders. Crowdsourced his entire campaign for yeah. president. I mean, True. 6.3 million point. day right. after New Hampshire, mm-hmm. reimagining the space. It's all the millennials. There was a lot of hype and I think overstatement about social media and President Obama's first mm-hmm. campaign. It was important, but it wasn't as important as I think it was. Right. I agree. People let on. This 
race. Bernie's is, mm -hmm. I mean, it's changed everything. The now youngs. the question is, can you do it at a state level? Not so convinced. Very, very different dynamic. You're not quite like Bernie. State. You have a lot more but hair. You I know, comment. I don't know, but no, I haven't I colored. I'm you, thinking about it. Are you Someone a told me to socialist? go to that stuff for men yeah. in Walgreens <laughs> or CVS, so are whoever you, your advertiser So what are you going to run as? What is your Gavin Newsom I'm not thing? myself. I mean, I think right. that's what but we what love about Gavin? Obama. You have to have a platform. About, uh, we all can't Bernie. be Trump with no issues whatsoever. No, no, but you just be yourself, be authentic. So okay. the thing with me, love or hate me, you know where I stand. So right. I'm out front on issues that people don't want to touch. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, some in the past that I was well, involved in. Uh, look, it turned out you were right about the gay marriage you, thing. Sometimes, you know, yeah, but was, even if I was wrong no, where the public was, I thought I was right. I was talking I to from, I someone uh, who's running for president right now. Uh, and, and I said that when they were talking about gay marriage, and they said the country isn't ready for it. And I said it's called leadership. Um, by and, and you right? you got hurt by that. You got yeah. It was uh, there was uh, from my own party. It was yes. four or five years of intense blowback. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No. And how do you feel now? Do you I, want to say, Screw I mean, you, I mean, or? honestly, the, my private moments sometimes is slightly resentful a little right. bit of it. Yeah. Candidly. Right. But the good news is we'll edit the podcast so no one will have heard <laughs> no, we will not that I said that. Um, so in, in my best moments, I feel wonderful because the right. world's changed. No, not because I was right, because the world's a better damn place. But it's a value proposition for me. Everything I do is with that. And th that's a foundational principle. So what's why, I'll give me an example. I'm deeply involved in the war on drugs, but not mm -hmm. rhetorically, not just sitting there giving a speech about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been out three years now mm -hmm. talking about looking at a different approach to marijuana and legalization mm -hmm. in the state of California. It has mm -hmm. a tech connection, working with Sean Parker mm -hmm. um, on this ballot initiative come November. It's not Explain something- that. Well, we want to tax and, and regulate. I like for it. Adults. I like Sean and marijuana right for away. For adults, tax and regulate and do our best to keep it out of the hand story. of the kids. Yeah. Make sure we do everything we can to so keep big tobacco from becoming big marijuana. But we are going to move so in a direction. Colorado is what no. no. Colorado is. Last year, Colorado sold at retail, medical and retail marijuana, less than a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Put it in perspective, I was up in Trinity County near Humboldt, Mendocino County. Mm -hmm. We estimate eight to $12 billion a year in cannabis at wholesale. Oh. Gives you the scope and scale of California. It's Oregon, we like Washington. <laughs> well, and we're an export state. We're export well, I mean, the vast majority right. of that's export. So let's legalize So it's a game changer in California. Right. We'll have an impact well beyond the borders of California and in Mexico as well, cartels. Drug dealers do not card. Drug dealers could care less about what they're selling. Mm -hmm. We're not introducing something that doesn't already exist. I'm not condoning the drug or celebrating the drug, but the reality is it exists. Let's get our arms around it. Let's so like regulate drinking, it. Like liquor. Exactly right. And mm -hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna work towards it. But I make the point to make this point. That's not a very popular position to have publicly. Right. It's one thing to have it privately. Well, with some there, people it is. But no statewide officials come out. They're too high to and vote. Support but it. Yes, indeed, it's a popular <laughs> position to have with some his constituents. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I'm glad I, I agreed to that. I should be your communications it. advisor. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How long would I last? I know. Recall, recall. Be fun though. Recode, recall. Right, right it exactly. All, it all flows. So um, I'm going to be on the November ballot. You, what are you doing with Sean? Uh, How right did you get involved with him? I know both of us had a conversation the other marijuana, night saying, presumably. no, just the opposite. I can't stand it. I can't stand the smell. And I, yeah, can't, I think it's stupid. I mean, I, everything about it, I don't like. That said, I just don't like the war on drugs. I don't like mm -hmm. the, the, the war on poor people. But how did you get hooked up with color. Sean Parker? People, I just, I've known Sean, strangely, over many, many years. So you just decided, in the let's early, do this. When I was first became mayor, we actually okay. got to know so each other. And he was great on issues of marriage equality. It's like, that's how I got to know Larry and Sergey. They stepped right into that debate and they, you know, and Biz and Ev mm -hmm. and all those guys at Twitter mm -hmm. back in the day. Yeah, the internet people like the gays. They were amazing. And they stepped up. And by the way, if you look back in the history of this, this shift in public opinion, 
business community doesn't get the credit it deserves because right. there were a lot of folks like those folks that stepped up and said, you know what, for our company, and these are our values, that took a lot of courage, particularly public companies yep, at the time. Yeah, definitely. So they deserve credit. They're not but so good on the women issue. Make, they're, make, they're acknowledging it. They're becoming well, more transparent. And now it's yes, an indeed, issue that we they're going to be held to a higher level men. accountability. We're so sorry for no, that. No, we're going to have to do a much better job. Yeah. You're 100% right. I want them to do the better job, not to talk about doing No, we have to do, not But let's get back. So you, Sean, called you? So no, no, we just, we, we just something he cares about, something right. I know he's cared about for a right. long time. And it's a big issue. I chaired yeah. a task force for mm-hmm. two years, came up with 45 specific recommendations. Uh, Sean appreciated sort of the, the reflective approach to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to him about whether or not he would support translating some of those recommendations into an initiative. Right. There were a dozen other initiatives out there that frankly did not have, I thought, reasonable guideposts to mm-hmm. deal with protecting our kids and public safety. Sean believed in those things, and to his credit, he stepped into this. <laughs> but at the same time, he didn't expect to be so uh, involved as he is, right. and I give him a lot of credit. And it takes courage for him too, because there's so a lot of people what, taking what else, shots. What else? What other him. issues, especially around tech? What do you? Well, what, I, the reason I mentioned governor. This is the no. These are yeah. Of, these are not the issues I'm running, right, quote unquote, right. for governor. Not I'm, just but plot. I'm giving okay. you a sense of, to your point, leadership. At the end of the day, you know. Not to act is to act. And there's so many issues where we sit back and we put our finger in the wind or we wait for someone else or wait for a safe time. That's not my politics. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to take risks. And I guess that's the point of this campaign so, is I'm going to be, you asked the question, what kind of candidate? I'm going to be authentic. Okay. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to take risks. And one thing that this state needs is a grand strategy. Mm-hmm. We've had a plan for solvency, a plan for triage, and Governor Brown's the right person at the right time. $27 billion budget deficit five years ago. And now we're debating the third year of surpluses. Which is like $100 Told me. No, no billions. It? I okay. mean, it's in the billions. It's money. an extraordinary right. thing. No, no. Now, don't get me wrong. It's come with a tax increase, mm-hmm. and it right. came with some very serious cuts, mm-hmm. including cuts to higher education, which were difficult. That said, what's our grand strategy? And what? How can we go on a journey together in the state? And how can we address the issue of reimagining a 21st century education system that can address the issues of technology that's, again, growing at a pace and rate we never could have imagined? I'm fearful of the future of work. I'm fearful about the loss of the middle class. The biggest issue of our time is uh, the issue of social mobility or lack thereof, the California mm-hmm. dream predicated on that, American dream predicated on And yet, on most that's of the fear. big tech companies are here, and they remain the leaders in the industry. Yeah. Do you... Do you think we lose that? Is that a special California thing and something that the di- governor should? Innovation runs like, through our veins. It's it in our DNA. It seems like governors kind of ignore technology a little bit, like that they don't like. Well, they don't the understand most, it. Well, it's the most important sector in the world, yeah. and it seems like it's not the, because here, the I'll state tell you one reason not, we don't because IT mm-hmm. procurement mm-hmm. and government is a debacle yes, beyond yes. words. You want waste and inefficiency, yes, billions and billions of dollars. I've read so that. The only time. You, I mean, it's one of those things that blows up in the face of every municipal leader. It blows up in the face of state and federal leaders, not least of which, you know, healthcare.gov, mm-hmm. where 46 of the 47 yeah. contractors had done business with the federal government for decades. And all these new companies that you're writing about, talking mm-hmm. about every single day, weren't even participatory in terms yeah. of their new technologies and approaches. No, I said if Tinder can work every day and make billions of matches, I think we could have a website. The government. So isn't this the fundamental problem? I wrote right. a, a book, I don't, as I'm you know, years ago. I'm not saying Tinder should about. run healthcare.gov, but I'm making a salient I... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I am so out of I never obviously as, yeah. you know, I've got four kids. You better so, not I mean, be no, Tinder, t- I don't even I know. Don't get into I that with honestly you. don't even understand yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. I really don't. 
you legitimately. You I know Tinder I'm supposed to because I want to be whatever Minder. Uh, I don't Grinder is that? That's the gay one. Then then there well, was Tinder came am, after the gay I, one. I, I am getting old. Aren't yeah, I? you are. Getting I old. do need to color my hair. Don't swipe anyway. Just stay where you are. Stay in your lane. That's like you know. Well, swipe. <laughs> anyway, we won't even go into it. It's so, like Dora the Explorer. See, this is what happens when you have a four-year-old. You watch Dora the Explorer and they're right. swipers. Swiper, oh, no swipe, swiping. Oh, swipe, that's swipe. that's you're right. About. You're right. That's I haven't apparent. thought about that. I am old. I am. Oh, my God. Swipe. Anyway, oh, you're but right. the swiper, point Swiper, no I'm, swiping. No, he's a stealing person on yeah. Tinder. You swipe. And you get You, you take get other people. people's. You get dignity, mostly. But it's really, um, you date. You swipe. <laughs> I don't I don't use Tinder. You don't use it? I don't need that. They're not an advertiser. No, you know what? No, I don't need That's it. I don't need to if they find advertise, dates. you change dates Tinder advertising. Dates find Kara Swisher. That's really pretty much my <laughs> motto for running for mayor. Dates <laughs> that was governor. Governor. Yes, You're mayor. Than mayor. Governor. Come on, we need you at the states. That's nation true. state, California. That's true. So By the way, is, here's California's the bottom line. nation state. Yeah, so do you think the, does the governor need to be more technologically savvy? I, are you kidding? Hundred percent. Why don't but we need why platform isn't it? thinking? We right. need technological thinking. You can't right. be in the apps business. I mean, that was right. the genius of jobs. Right. And that's why government needs to think about things. Mm-hmm. Right now we just think, I mean, Bill well, you wrote a book about that. You wrote a book about it where we just, you know, Donald Kettle is an old political theorist, said government's just a big vending machine. You put in a dollar tax you get limited choices. Police, fire, healthcare, education, national offense. You don't like what you get, you shake the machine. But it's that mis- that machine mentality mm-hmm. of limited choices, not customized around you, that's created the friction and frustration we have about government. The idea of government as a platform is about a different kind of engagement. A world where we've all been conditioned by Amazon, mm-hmm. a world customized around you. Mm-hmm. You have different expectations when you go to the DMV. Mm-hmm. And that expectation is not to fill out as literally mm-hmm. I did six months ago, mm-hmm. forms in triplicate. They right. still have forms in triplicate. You can't right. make this stuff up. Right. So we're on a collision course of the future. And where I said in my book, I began the first chapter was about the fact that we're on the leading cutting edge, technologically speaking, in government in 1973. Because right. that's when most of the big procurement for IT was built out, so including the DMV So what would you do if you were governor? What would be the first thing you do? Everyone goes, the DMV is so What's hard, it? but then it just doesn't get fixed. No, like, and the DMV's done some nice overlays yeah. with some fancy stuff on top of a plumbing system that's you can about do to collapse. Appointments. Yeah. Look. We have an industrial mindset in our rulemaking, industrial mindset in terms of mass education, mass production mindset. So the education system needs to be reimagined. The idea we're lining people up in rows of desks based on the same data manufacturer, their age, and they're sitting there getting lectured by a sage on the stage is seriously laughable. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're would having you like raging... VR helmets for everyone? What no, I mean, well, eventually there's yeah. going to that will certainly be a there component. Be. That's you know, that's, true. that's I shouldn't make a joke. No, I mean, in a few years they'll not just be advertisers; they'll probably. Right. You know, merge with, right. you know, the point is technology is going to play a big role, self-paced learning, things that I am inspired through the Montessori approach where my kids are mm-hmm. as in, in preschool. Doing, and doing, makers. Doing, making, I mean, the problem solving, creativity, collaboration, contextualization, all these things that matter at the end of the day. The interesting thing about technology, and I'm very involved at UC trying to, California does not allow and bore people with A through G requirements. If you take computer science, it doesn't give you a credit as having taken a math course. We want to change that. But interestingly, I was talking to some folks the other day, said, why do you want to teach all these computer science courses when AI is going to take over that completely? So back to notion of creativity becomes so profoundly important. Someone talked about stempathy mm-hmm. the other day. What? I thought, what the hell are they talking oh about? I know STEAM, right? You oh, know, STEM, STEM with the arts component. But empathy is, a, there, there's 
everything at a human level. We've lost mm-hmm. a little bit of that. And I think there's a, there's going to be a, a rebound. There's something's going to come back. Liberal arts are going to matter even more. So what would uh, what, in the future? What would be your one technology thing that you think you'd want to? Well, have I'd happen? radically change the procurement system in the state of California. Procurement. Radically, radically. So you change the rules of engagement. We'll save tens of billions of dollars. I right. do not overstate that in the next decade. And we radically change the interface between our uh, citizens constituents. and uh, constituent customers systems. Is what some people I know want. we don't like customers now. We say Why citizen, not? but I want active citizenship, not, not inert citizenship. Not I don't want to do things to you, but you know, with I you. I pay you. You're my customer. You're a customer, but we, it's, it's we. Uh, we, the people. We, in order I to pay form. you, and I want us. services. There's no Doing us. Doing things together. No us. It's not me. I pay, it's you not, give. No, you that's not. Serve. It's like you vote, I decide. That's yeah. the old model. No, no. It's we do things together. <laughs> no, it's a two-way conversation. Want, if I give you half Collaboration. my money, I know I give you half my money. I want half. I want you to give me good services. I know It's not about me doing things for you. Oh, I know. You're missing the whole idea of citizenship. I know. I get that. Well, I need to talk about citizenship. Okay. And tech can talk more about citizenship. Yeah, they they can hardly string two words together in a social (laughs) context. So good luck. I'm going to read my. Why does anyone sit down for an interview with you? I don't know. When you talk like this, unbelievable. It's very fun. It's very fun. Okay. Are you an entrepreneur or startup looking for legal help and financing acquisition or incorporation? If so, then you should consider checking out Walker Corporate Law. Walker Corporate Law is a different kind of law firm. Unlike traditional law firms, they only have lawyers of 10 to 25 years of experience, which means you're going to get personal attention from a senior lawyer, not a junior lawyer getting on-the-job training. They encourage fixed fees because they believe that when lawyers bill by the hour, it rewards inefficiency. So check them out at walkercorporatelaw.com, or you can even call the founder. Is that right? Directly? Yes, you can. Directly. Scott Walker. Don't call right now, Not Kevin. Scott from Wisconsin. You don't need any legal help, Is right? Is this from a Wisconsin no, law firm? No, no. Will you stop? Okay. 415-979-9999. You don't have legal I was wondering troubles. what happened to Scott Walker. Yes, I mean, after that, the presidential run. Walkercorporatelaw.com <laughs> or 415 415- Nine seven nine 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 nine. We'd also like to thank SoFi, our newest advertiser. SoFi is a new kind of company that's about to send shockwaves, the good kind, hopefully, through the financial world. They've decided banks aren't going to fix banking, so they brought some smart thinking to the table. Unlike big banks, SoFi is progressive, nimble, and innovative. They don't judge their members based on FICO score. Instead, they look for potential. If they show promise, they'll back them for life. And because SoFi is totally unlike a bank, they can provide services and rates that big banks cannot. So if you're looking for a financial partner that does a lot more than finance, visit SoFi.com. That's S-O-F-I.com. Terms and conditions apply at SoFi.com. We're here with Gavin Newsom, one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, politicians. Unbelievable. Um, let's, we have 10 or 15 me. more minutes. You're running for governor. I don't know what you do day by day as a governor. I told you governor. we already went over yes, that. Yes, I know. You're Let's rewind the, the tape. Coastal Commission. Is this a tape? There's not yes, even a not, tape. No, it's a tape. It's like me saying I'm going to ring you. No, exactly. Yeah. Here, but here's the thing. How do you, you don't do invest in, in internet companies. Right? You I didn't can't. get in. I, you didn't ever get into oh, it. Oh, I'm so frustrated. You have yeah, no idea. I bet you know years. them, everybody. Mm, you know them. Trust me. Do you remember? We, I can't know. I know. Remember that party that they had for uh, Sergey and Anne's child? And you, you and I were the only ones not dressed up in pajamas. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I was I, smart enough. And I, I thought you went at up, the time I had a future, You went up to me and you said, how did you get out of dressing up in pajamas? And I said, dignity, pure <laughs> and simple. And I said, how did you get out of it? And you said, I thought you'd take a picture of me and put it up and uh, it. and make fun of me if yeah, I was wearing footy pajamas. That's it. Stuff. Yeah. That was basically but you never got into, you never decided. But you never decided, crazy. forget this politics bullshit and go into tech. You, no. You, no? Why is that? 
I mean, I, well, I'm an entrepreneur. I've had 21 yeah. small businesses, but yeah. they're restaurants, hotels, wineries, more traditional uh, Right, but you didn't ever business. think of making the shift. No, I, I, I honestly, it's never been my ambition to mm-hmm. make lots of money. Mm-hmm. If I had a lot of money, I'd be or doing, doing what a I'm good doing. Job. Right. No, but it, yeah, I'm doing a really good job. <laughs> yeah, bang up job. <laughs> no, but I'd be, you know what, if I had a lot of money, I'd open I'd, a restaurant, which right. I'm doing, you know, a right. wine store or hotel or something. So, right. I'm, you know, I'm able, I have the you entrepreneurial be like energy. A I'm not an brothers, investor. I'm not, Coke, I don't like investing. Coke Brothers. Have you ever wanted to invest? Have you ever done No, I'm investing? a doer. I, I'm the guy you would invest. I mean, seriously, if you, you, I would, instead of me giving you, I have no good judgment. But if you gave me, I'll figure out a way of hustling and making it work and right. try to figure out a way right. to get So you still back. own these 21 businesses? Yeah, I'm so. sort of the manager. I mean, I'm so not the, the day-to-day manager, so but I'm the general partner. Has the restaurant industry changed drastically? Radically. Because of... Open politicians tables. like me. But not just right? that, but Higher it's just minimum how, wage, paid sick leave, universal health care. And also care, all how we things. do reservations, how we do all kinds Technology's of things. Technology changed everything. Right. The back of the house, all those things. Food been, tech is a really interesting issue for California, I think. It is. And yeah. it's and I'm now experimenting. I want, there's some interesting companies now bringing food to the house that's yeah. all ready Impossible. to go. Soylent. You're stuff. not doing soylent, are you? No. Good one God. potato, you heard of it? No. One, no interesting. Yeah, there's Los all Angeles kinds of things. But I'm talking about food, technology, and how we, I think California's going to be on the cutting edge of this issue. We are on. I mean, back mm-hmm. it would sort of future happen first. Right, exactly. California. Yeah. Get your heart out, Texas. Is there one technology you think that you think is really promising? So if you were governor, like VR well, think, or AR? I think AR or VR is, is promising because there's a potential empathy component. Of course, some people deny that and say actually it desensitizes it you. It could. Uh, a lot so of there's porn. Different, yeah, and there's going to be, certainly that's going to be the case. A lot of porn. But yeah. it's going to change sports as we know sure. it. I think it's going to, I don't think you're going to see 80,000 seat football stadiums anymore because mm-hmm. who wants those cheap sheets up there? Were you at uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah, I yeah, did. there you were. And I, yeah. I did See, that. I yeah. did, and I paid for the tickets. For I'm, the record. I'm just saying. No, I'm defensive. Am I? Am I? I did come across. I, I'm glad that you paid for. The I uh, yeah. I, I went, care. and it was not a very exciting game. Right. Yeah. Um, but but you but you don't think there's going to be an eighty thousand square foot? Just, well, just I think I think it's going to just change the experience. It's going to bring it home. What will you're going to be able to go in the middle of a you know I, I don't know you're going to be in the coin toss and mm-hmm. you're going to be able to VR you're going to be able to look around and right. uh, you're going to be able to catch a pass. I mean it's going to be extraordinary. Right. And there'll be a community and a social component to it as well because you'll be there people around the world and you'll be able to communicate in real time it's right. i think it's a game changer and from an educational perspective i think about it politically how we can bring people into a syrian refugee camp or something and mm-hmm. connect people to so a cause and a crisis in a way where they yeah. otherwise couldn't that's so true. That's it's and educationally it's going to be profound another well. issue it's going to be a big deal if you become governor is self-driving cars it's happening i did i was up at sears point 108 mile an hour mm-hmm. around two laps in an audi Mm-hmm. Without a driver, it's extraordinary. Not yeah. just in the parking lot. That's the lot. semi-autonomous cars, correct? You're sitting. Yeah. You can grab the wheel. You can grab the wheel. They had a kill switch. Uh, right. You know, I've done that years and years ago. I did the parking lot at Google, and I thought, right. wow, I was screaming like right. you know some nut. Right. This thing, I'm going 108 miles an hour, and around turns, going 50 miles, 20, 30. This is real. It's happening. It's, mm-hmm. it's here. And it's going to change again. It's changing everything. So it'll change the space in our freeways. Change the way we look at parking. We'll change our land use policies. It's going to mm-hmm. change a lot of things. As so what can the government do to help push this because California again we, is on the cutting edge of back this. Will we lose DMV it? DMV came out with a terrible rulemaking, and I I took a shot. Mm-hmm. DMV is not pleased because right. we potentially could seed this to other states. Right. In terms of testing the technology, we have mm-hmm. got to. Again, we are seeding, and actually, it's going to Utah. Thank you. Places. So we have, you know, this is about the flexibility and the rulemaking that we need to be aggressive around, mm-hmm. and we've got to lean into this. But I also think you got to understand it. So that's why I'm interestingly. And maybe not interestingly, but I, I didn't open my office at the state building. Uh, mm-hmm. There's an empty state building, mm-hmm. eight floors up, looking over a civic center. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in it. It's a storage facility now because mm-hmm. I'm down with an incubator 
here with 40 startups. Every mm -hmm. six months they come in, been mm -hmm. there five years as lieutenant governor, because I want to understand this world more organically mm -hmm. uh, at a grassroots and understand. You want to see these. the geeks up close. And yeah, we'll see the, you know, exactly. Yeah. And by the way, you notice I'm dressed I know, today. I know you are. It's, it's, You're not it, in your usual This is not sharp easy suit. to come across. I know. I know. This I know. is hard to make. It still this. looks expensive, Gavin. No, I'll be I'm honest with you. I just, it looks you know, but I'm out of a suit. Are you proud? Okay, it's cashmere. I'm just saying. I feel like cashmere is happening. It's I true. didn't know it's cashmere. I can tell just from here. It's also like Gavin Newsom. But, um, <laughs> but w when you're thinking about that kind of thing, it's like self-driving car is a good example. The governor's going to make a big difference in how it Huge happens. Yeah, you, you, can know. Kill this. you can kill it tomorrow in California. Right, right. All the R&D could be killed Because tomorrow. Apple and Google will be the companies competing with the Fords and yeah. the others. Yeah. But so then here's my anxiety around it. The areas where we're seeing the fastest employment – are the areas most vulnerable to this innovation and mm -hmm. disruption? Sure, there won't so be. So all those Uber drivers that are right. you know out there upset and protesting, they may they not be around. Jobs, I mean, that's right. yeah. that's certainly Travis's intention, right? Right. Yep. He is said that's, it. That's he the said friction. It on stage. That's the cost, right? Yeah. So you know, if you're a business, He's like, person, don't worry about it. They'll all be gone in twenty years. And if you're a truck driver, which, which well how many millions of jobs are truck drivers? Right. And what happens? Gas to stations. So it's retailers. Everything. everything, and then and then you think about it from a land use perspective. I mean, you don't need what's the parking ratios as it relates mm -hmm. to units. Uh, do you do big suburban malls? Uh, people yeah. are even going to own cars, or it's just going to be yes. like an old Western movie where you whistle and the horse runs up, yes, and you get exactly whatever the closest car is based on GPS positioning mm -hmm. on your app. So all these things are going to change everything. Mm -hmm. And so we know technology is changing the way we live, work, play, but the nature of change is changing, and this is what creates some anxiety for me. And the next governor particularly in California, has got to lead that debate nationwide. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we fully understand the combinatorial nature of technology. I don't think we understand what Andrew McAfee continues to write about, this notion mm -hmm. of the second half of the chessboard where things mm -hmm. really get funky, right. uh, and Moore's Law occurring in every aspect of our lives. It's a very anxious time. Well, speaking of anxious, something we need another to... issue is around government privacy, privacy and these companies that I know. are I know. ones you admire, Google, Facebook, and others. Yeah. Same time, the enormous amount of information they have on people. Yeah. The enormous amount of information the government has, the privacy issues. Where, where do you, are you the one that has uh, to watch them? If yeah, I mean, we're supposed to. Yeah. And? We're not doing a good job. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that we know what to do. Right. I don't think we understand it. Mm -hmm. I don't think. So what do you do? Your governor of California, Google, has more information on everybody. Yeah, do you I mean, it's, regulate you know, right, them the way the European regulators are? So the, it's interesting. A lot of that lies with the attorney general's office and the mm -hmm. Department of Justice. And then, mm -hmm. of course, federally, it's regulated uh, to the extent that a governor can influence that using the bully pulpit or mm -hmm. help legislate that by working in partnership with legislature. It's, it, absolutely doing that. But again, I... Every time I get under the hood of these issues, mm -hmm. I, I realize what I don't know, which is right. a profound amount. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even sure the tech companies that are some of the leaders in the mm -hmm. companies even understand, know what they know as it relates to some oh, of these things. Some. I don't know. But, you know but they're, and all they these, just act them. They act them. Well, yeah. fair point. And yeah. reinforcing my ignorance. By <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Look, uh, that's a concern. But I'll tell you, cyber issues are a much bigger concern for me in the immediate, and I'll give you an example. I'm on the UC Regents. Mm -hmm. We had a breach of medical records at UCLA. Mm -hmm. The exposure, the liability to the taxpayers mm -hmm. into the system is astronomical. Mm -hmm. That is a small example of the right. vulnerability uh, of records all across the system. That is a very real threat. People think about it from a terrorist perspective. Yeah. I think about it from a different oh, perspective. So that issue your... we have got to get ahead of, uh, and the governor needs to lead in that respect. 
uh, privacy. Some people say privacy is dead. We live in a fishbowl. Yes, Get over do. it. Uh, we never lived in a world where we were private until recently, so it's mm -hmm. a new phenomenon, and we should disabuse ourselves of it. Mm -hmm. um, all those things are difficult. I, of course, am the last person to talk about because I have nothing private about my life in the last 15, 20 right. years, no, so no. it's been I normalized. I know a little bit too much about Kevin. You know, and that's privately. why I need a tech leader to race all of that. I see. Okay, I don't, that can I happen. find someone? No Did button. I say that? That's no, yes. inappropriate. <laughs> no, that really was no, wrong. And I want to go on record no, saying that was okay, wrong. I, I apologize. I do not agree with what Gavin Newsom no, just and said. I don't, and right, nor I'm does he shift, agree I'm going to do you a favor and shift you the last two questions. No, you feel questions. that was just an two emotional questions, response. Two questions. Southern California is part of your California. Hollywood. Stop talking, Gavin. You're digging yourself a bigger hole. Southern California, big changes in the entertainment industry. That would be also your constituency. Another giant industry. Yeah. Do but you feel you understand what's happening? I'm spending every, I just got back every week. I'm down there. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so no, no <laughs> I do not. But I'm immersed in it. Yeah. I, no, of course I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's again, nature of change is changing. So, um, yeah, it's a big deal. And I don't like what I don't like it was happening. Sort of this North South divide yes. in, in particularly in the context of tech war. companies and, and, you know, and it's, so it all goes to, I look, we're not going to have a war. Uh, now I'm sounding like Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You know, I, if you saw my <laughs> oh, hands, I'm looking like Kim Bernie Sanders. I'm, I'm mocking myself. Wall Street. Wall Street. <laughs> huge, huge, huge. But he's right on income inequality. Yes. By the way, Pluto, you know this? Well, I wanted, this is a total segue right, to right. IP issues related right, okay. to Hollywood. Very briefly. And yes. issues in the yeah. associated with tech. And we need to bring people together. And I'm right. committed to doing that right. as governor. But there was a great quote from Plutarch. This is okay. what happens when you hang out with Jerry Brown. you give me a Plutarch Brown. quote? Okay, yeah, I'll take it. I'll Why take not? it. Why not? We ready for it? Yes. I mean, this is a guy lived between 50 AD and 100 AD, somewhere right, around there. It's so. a couple thousand years yeah. ago. Okay. Take my word for it. All right. He was whatever he wanted to be, a philosopher, a historian. He was, you know, all those Greeks seemed to be everything. Right, right. That's okay. That's why, you know. Got it. But he said something profound. He said, the imbalance between the rich and the poor is the oldest and most fatal ailment of all republics. Yes. That was in 50 to 100 yes. AD, he's warning the Athenians about income inequality That's right. have being have the notes, oldest and most fatal back to ailment. San Francisco. And here we are in what Alan Kruger refers to as the Great Gatsby Curve. Mm -hmm. My point again is businesses cannot thrive, mm -hmm. and this is Marco Rubio and me repeating mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. cannot thrive in a world that's failing. Right. And so businesses have a responsibility, if nothing else, to themselves mm -hmm. to begin to address this issue. And that goes back to the beginning of our conversation. Right. Tech has to take charge of this issue because we know the bias towards capital and we know that what's right. in the pipeline from a technological perspective, we ain't it's seen gonna kill nothing jobs. yet. Kill jobs. And with sensor technology and robotics and the combinatorial nature of technology and added people. manufacturing, it's a legitimate we don't concern. We need people, really. We'll still need, but we need empathy. We need, right. we need reflection. We need to slow down mm -hmm. as we're moving fast. And we need to reflect on our values. Well, that's very Ariana Huffington of you, but I agree. Well, I am I meditating because Ariana told me it was going to help. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure it has. It hasn't. Ha I I'm not feel like different. it has in any way. I'm going to finish up. This has been a longer interview, but I, I'm having such a good time. <laughs> Last part, just very quickly on this election. This is a crazy friggin' election, isn't it? Yeah, is it people just are me? angry. They're furious. It's but a it wacky goes to election. The, goes to the anxiety. It, in fact, yeah. everything we talked about in the context of this election makes perfect <laughs> sense. Something big is happening and no one understands it. Well, crazy on the right and left, it seems but, like. Right, but I feel like I'm in people that. People know something big. It's, I mean, it's what Turning and turning in a widening gyre. Yeah, that's calm. It's Tapscott's writing. The industrial economy's running out of gas, running out of steam. It's served us well for a couple hundred years. And we're at a legitimate hinge moment in our history. And people know something's happening. 
and no one is explaining it, and they're exploiting it. Mm-hmm. And they're exploiting people's fears and the populism is right. Both sides a little bit. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a, it's a tough time to be, quote, unquote, a leader mm-hmm. in this environment. Right. And you know, we talked about difficulties right. Mayor Lee is having right. in San Francisco. Right. We're talking about the difficulties of governors uh, in, in states large mm-hmm. and small. One actually doesn't seem to be having trouble. Who? It's Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown. He's yeah, no one's paying attention to Jerry Brown. Well. Yeah, I know. He's, like, oh, he's over there. No, um, California's doing yeah, well. You, you aren't going to comment on the Bernie Sanders versus Hillary. Do you have a pick? Do you, are you backing one of them? You're not going to say. You told me because the burners come I'm after a big, you. I've known Demo- Hillary for years, and You're I a big Hillary everyone supporter. that knows her says the same thing. I am going to be the cliche that repeats the obvious. If you knew her, you would love her, uh-huh. and it's that person we all just say, "Gosh, we wish everyone else knew this person." Yeah. So I'm a huge she, her supporter. Translation. But how can you not? I don't care. I, I have some very conservative friends who go, "Boy, you know what? That Bernie Sanders." You know what? I like him. Right. Yeah. I trust him. And he's a communist he's, for your conservative friends. He may be that. Rich friends, but right? yeah, no, I mean, it, to your, you he, know, they're I mean. like, he can't be president, can right, he? I'm right. like, regardless, a man of decency and authenticity. Yeah. And, he, yeah. you know, and what about on the Republican side? What do you. I, I mean, honestly, I, I think Rubio is the greatest fraud of the world. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying this three years. Finally, that's mm-hmm. been exposed. Because mm-hmm. uh, all his rhetoric belies the fact that he is more conservative than the rest of the lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, his view of the world's. You know, he walks in the future backwards in every respect. That said, mm-hmm. Kasich is also a bit of a disguise. Mm-hmm. You look at his positions on choice and mm-hmm. uh, what he tried to accomplish, the yeah. anti-labor stuff in Ohio, and he's, quote-unquote, the moderate. I right. hope people's eyes are wide open there, too. Right. And Trump, uh, it's not even interesting to have that conversation. because Why it's not? Just, people it's, love it. He's the perfect social media candidate. He is. Oh, yeah. For you, it's yeah. glorious. Well, you know, it's not glorious. It's horrible. But we went through this in California. Mm-hmm. And I get the instinct. Oh, people honored. Have, yeah, yeah. Right? We like, we want, because we don't think anything's going to change. Right. So, you know what? At least we're going to enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. So, people have fun with this. They're enjoying this. Mm-hmm. But, you know no, what? That experiment toxic. didn't work so well for California. Arnold's not even close as toxic. And he's, you know, not even close. And Arnold's a much more decent, uh, right. honorable person. That's a fact. But there are some contours of that that we went through. And what did we do? We brought back Jerry Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we recognize we need something mm-hmm. radically different. I hope this country doesn't have to go through that same Interesting. experiment. Interesting. Okay, very last question. What's your favorite gadget? Mine is Amazon Echo right now. Okay. I, I Would you take in my stuff? No, is that yours too? Is there privacy issues no, here where no. you just found out what I was thinking when <laughs> no, I walked No, 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 but go ahead. Go no. Ahead. Tell me. Excuse yes, me, there is. Alexa, I'm secretly. Alexa. Alexa. Thank you. Yeah. That's how I start my day. Really? Alexa, news. Right. And, you know, and then it tells me the Why temperature. Why do you like it? I, are you kidding? It's the I first... Know. It's thing strange. that's sort of like it's actually happening. Right. All this stuff you guys talk and write about. Right, yeah. All that, you, I see you on TV you talking all this <laughs> fancy talk, and I don't know what the heck you're talking about. And then I have Alexa. Alexa and, and Alexa, answers. turn on, you know, the thermometers. And then, I'm like, Alexa, get, brush yeah. my teeth. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe in a few years, Alexa will brush my right, teeth. Right, 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 exactly. Uh, or even nice replace them. Yes, exactly. I don't know. It's just so sort Alexa, of, it's happening. that's interesting. We have something in common. Yeah, yeah. no, I, so I, I have my, now I, because, you know, be Bezos has pulled me in. I have mm-hmm. to go to Amazon Prime and yeah. and I'm buying not on iTunes now. I have to buy on some, you know, right. it's brilliant. brilliant. It's pulling me in. It's amazing Apple didn't invent that. It's astonishing. It is. It is. Have you critiqued them on this? Yes, I have. I, I do not wear their watch. And I, <laughs> but I you're not a very thing. edgy writer, so you've got to sort of step up your game. <laughs> I don't even know why to use the word critique. <laughs> on, that, so. <laughs> on that note, I am looking forward to maybe voting for you for that. Yeah, I'm God, I have work to do. To Unless like, some privacy. really cool celebrity runs. Oh, like the Left shiny Kim Kardashian object. runs, and I'm sorry to tell you I need to go vote Are you for Kim, George yeah. Clooney or something? George, no, I'm really? not voting for George Clooney. Kardashian, it would Are be a toss-up. Are you serious, Kardashian? 
Kardashian. Are you serious about that? Donald Trump is running for president and winning. It could happen. Just like get ready for it. That's all I'm telling so, you. Yeah. Get ready for the Kanye, Kanye Kim. Kim Yeezy, ticket. here we go. Yeezy. All right, Gavin, thank you so much for coming by. Wonderful. Now you have to listen to the rest you. of my spiel. All right. If you enjoyed the interview as much as I did, be sure to subscribe to the show. Be the first to listen to future episodes or catch up on previous episodes, including some really fantastic interviews I've done with Valerie Jarrett, Mike Cagney, and John Zimmer, just to name a few. You can find those interviews and more at recode.net slash decode. Don't miss our other podcasts, including Too Embarrassed to Ask, which I host with Lauren Good of The Verge. My colleague Peter Kafka just launched our newest podcast, Recode Media with Peter Kafka. And on Recode Replay, you can catch up on all the great interviews from the Code Media 2016 conference. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Recode Decode. Remember to subscribe to the show and leave us a review at iTunes.com slash Recode Decode. You can hear Peter Kafka this Thursday on the Recode Media Podcast. I'll be on Too Embarrassed to Ask this Friday with Lauren Good of The Verge, and then back here on Recode Decode on Monday with another great guest. Tune in then. This has been Recode Decode, hosted by Kara Swisher, powered by digital media. For more hard-hitting interviews with insiders from the worlds of tech, media, and politics, subscribe to Recode Replay on iTunes, featuring candid conversations with leading voices like AOL CEO Tim Armstrong, Goldman Sachs' CIO Marty Chavez, the team behind the hit TV show Empire, Shark Tank investor Mark Cuban, and presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. They're all on Recode Replay.